listening to the Word of Empowerment with Victory Bible Church International, Love Sanctuary Takrade, where Jesus is exalted and His love demonstrated. Now, the Word for today. Hallelujah. As we have been told, this morning is a wisdom service. And so I'm going to speak to you about wisdom. Now, um, when it comes to life success, be it financial success, marital success, your spiritual success, your, I mean, your work in, uh, with Christ Jesus and everything, it is about wisdom. It is about knowledge. It is about understanding. If you have understanding, it makes life easier for you because it shows the kind of things that you choose your life for, things that you choose to do with your life, the kind of choices that you make. Amen? And so this morning, I'm just going to share some basic truth about some of the things that you need to do to make sure that all around you, you're going to have spontaneous breakthrough and spontaneous success in every area of your life. Because when it comes to life, life is a total thing. You will not succeed in some aspect of your life and in other areas of your life, things will not be going well with you. Hallelujah. And so it is very important for you as an individual, as a child of God, to sit down to look at every aspect of your life, your social life, your spiritual life, your financial life, your career, academic, everything, everything where you know that in every area of your life, you give every area of your life equal attention. Hallelujah. You don't give some aspect of your life maximum attention and other aspect of your life, you just relegate them to the background and you expect that everything is going to work out well for you. Amen? Everything that you want to achieve, everything that you want to have in life, you really need to work for it. Amen? And so this morning is just to share some few things. I itemize about six things to teach, but depending upon time, well, if I'm able to go through everything, that would be excellent. But if not, wherever I'll get to, because I have just some short time to speak. Amen? Now, let us take our scriptures. Let us look at Ecclesiastes chapter 7 from verse 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, 12. It says, For the protection of wisdom... Is like the protection of money. And the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the life of him who has it. Hallelujah. So it says, for the protection of wisdom is like the protection of money. And the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the life of him who has it. So sometimes we think that money is the ultimate thing in life. And you need money for everything in life. But this morning I have also come to let you know that there is another thing that is also equally important in life just as money. And that thing is what? It's wisdom. And the Bible is saying that wisdom preserves the life of him who has it. And so whoever has, has wisdom, you should get to know that your life is preserved. Your life is protected. 
Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because if you work in wisdom and you do everything in wisdom, you don't do things amiss. Are you with me, church? If you really operate under wisdom and you work with wisdom, everything that you do, it works out perfectly for you. Because every decision that you make, you count the cost of that decision. The aftermath, the consequence of the decision. Before you take that decision and you implement the decision. And so once you are convinced of the kind of decisions that you are making, you know those decisions will lead, will lead you to the path that you, wherever you want to get to in life. Hallelujah. And so, I want us to look at some basic things about some wisdom that we need to lead us to life success. Life success. Financial success. Marital success. Relationship success. Career success. Business success. Academic success. I mean, success in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Now, there are some few things that I have come to discover about success. It is basically about wisdom. But I have come to realize that success has never been set aside for certain category of people. It is not a preserve of certain class of people. It is for everybody. Provided you know the right knob to press and certain things that you're supposed to do, irrespective of who you are and irrespective of your background, irrespective of your academic background, irrespective of your biological background, irrespective of wherever you find yourself in life, once you identify these keys or these knobs and you press them at the right time, you are going to experience success in your life. It is about wisdom. Hallelujah. But I have come to realize that success is evolving. It is evolving. E-V-O-L-V-E. It is not evolving. Hallelujah. Are you with me? It is evolving. In other words, it comes forth. It can be created. Hallelujah. It, it develops. It comes out. And it comes into being. Success, it is a change. And it is transformational. So you as an individual, there are things that you can do to ensure that you have what? Success in everything that you do. Another thing I discovered about success in life is that it is dynamic. It is not static. And so if you achieve success in a certain area of your life and you leave it there, my dear, you are a failure. Hello? So if you think that, well, for some reason you have been able to accomplish or you have able to complete uh, maybe first degree, or you've been able to complete uh, uh, maybe HND, 
or you've had your master's degree or whatever in one area and you are okay and you think that that is it, I'm here to tell you that you are a failure. Because you know what? Success is not static. So once you have achieved something and you remain static with that particular thing, I am here to tell you that you are a failure. You need to challenge yourself and make sure that you move on to the next level. So if you have one business or maybe you have one shop somewhere you, and you think that, oh, everything is okay with you. No, you have failed. Get branches. Hallelujah. Why do we have a lot of successful people? I can mention some names. Ghana here, we have a lot of wealthy people and they don't own one business. Why is it so? In, in fact, success is actually infectious. Are you with me? So everything that you do, once you succeed at one thing, you realize that you have the appetite to succeed in other areas of your life. Hello? So success is a continuous process. So whatever you have been able to achieve, that is not the end. It is just the beginning. Are you with me? It is just the beginning. And so as I said, it is not static. But for us to be able to have success, what are the kind of things that we need to do in terms of wisdom? Because the Bible has taught us to understand that wisdom preserves. It preserves life. Because if you preach your life under wisdom, there are certain things you will not do. Common sense. There are certain things you will not do. Certain mistakes, you will never do them. And if you make some mistakes or if you, you commit some errors in certain aspects of your life, you learn from them such that you do not repeat those things anymore in your life. The moment you begin to repeat mistakes, it is no more a mistake, but it is an intentional decision. Any mistake that is repeated is no more a mistake. Take it from me. Hallelujah. A mistake that is repeated is no more a mistake. It is an intentional decision. If you are here and you keep committing the same mistakes, it means there's a problem. Probably we need to do some deliverance. Hallelujah. So for you to have control over your life in 2018. The year is still young. I have some few minutes to share some nuggets of things that you can do to ensure that you achieve whatever you aspire or whatever you have set for yourself in 2018. Hallelujah. It's about wisdom. You cannot achieve anything without having that thing as a purpose in your life. When Osofu invited me to come and speak with you, I knew I have to be in Takradi, and it has been one of my programs. And so, since he told me, I have been programming my mind, conditioning myself to know that I have to be in Takradi today. So that has become my objective. Are you with me, church? You can never get to anywhere if that place has never been your agenda. 
So wherever you find yourself, you find yourself there because you took a decision and you made up your mind that this is where I want to be. Even if you were under compulsion, you took a final decision to be there. Are you with me? Hello? There is nothing that you can do or a place where you can be without your consent. And so for you to have life success, you need to determine exactly what you want in life. What do you want to achieve? What are your goals? What are your objectives? This year, what plans have you set for yourselves? Hallelujah. There is this man in the Bible that I love and I have been studying him. I'm trying to, I've been trying to analyze, analyze him. I've been doing that for a very long time. Luke chapter 15, we want to read from verse 16 to 21. Maybe because of time, we will not read, but I will just, pass, I will just, just talk about it. We know it, about the prodigal son, all right? Hallelujah. We know this young man. We know his story. And the Bible said that this man went to his father, asked for, you know, his portion of his father's uh, wealth. The Bible said his father gave it to him. He went, he spent it, blah, blah, blah. And you know, you know, you know the story better than I do. And the Bible said it got to a point in time where this, this young man has, you know, finished spending everything. He squandered everything. He wasted everything. He enjoyed himself. <laughs> I was asking during those times when he was doing these things, was he not operating under wisdom? At a point in time, he came to his senses. Because he got to a point in his life, he realized that things were difficult for him. Even the feed for pigs, he couldn't even get it to eat. So the Bible said, this man sat down, he thought of his situation. He thought of his condition. And he came to his senses. So sometimes, situations bring you to your senses. So I was asking, those times when he was enjoying himself and he had the wealth and everything, where was his mind? Where was the wisdom? Where was the sense? But the Bible said, it came to a point where this man came to himself. He came to his senses. And he said, no, I have to arise and go back to my father's house. Because even the servants in my father's house, they get good food to eat. So you know something, in management studies or in strategic management, there is something that we call strategic analysis. In life, as an individual, you always have to get to a point where you do what we call strategic analysis. You analyze your present condition. Look at what went wrong, what are the positives, what are the negatives, what are the bad things, what are the things that you didn't do right, what were the opportunities that you got and you couldn't utilize, what were those ones that you got by then, you utilized them, but then you didn't utilize them in the right way, what were the people, who were the people who couldn't lead you on to achieve success, I mean, do analysis, do it, hallelujah, what led you to where you are, hallelujah. Situational analysis. So the young man came to himself. He did the analysis. And the Bible said he realized that, no, he could change his situation. Hello? What do you want to change in your life? Hallelujah. 
Look at your present condition. Look at your situation now. Your academic background. Look at your career. Look at the kind of work that you are doing. Look at your business. Look at it. Look at it. Just look at it. Look at your marriage. Look at your spiritual life. Look at your work with Jesus. Look at your ministry. Look at what, how you are serving God. Look at your attitude towards the things of God. Look at your attitude. What kind of mindset do you have about your work? What kind of mindset do you have about your career? Look at those things. Analyze it. Are you getting the best out of these things? Hallelujah. Situational analysis. If you can achieve your goal and your dreams that you set for yourself in 2018, ladies and gentlemen, I am here to let you understand it is very critical for you to do what we call situational what? analysis. Are you with me, church? Am I teaching? Hallelujah. So the Bible said, the young man sat down, he looked at his situation, he looked at his environment, he looked at his condition, and he said, no, I have to go back to my father. He took a decision. He made it his objective. He made it his point. There is one thing that I love about objectives. I always say, if you have goals, you have objectives, they are like a bearing. It is a compass. It directs you as to what you should do where you should go, at what point in time, what kind of resources that you would need to get there. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Even including the kind of people that you have to surround yourself with. The kind of people that you have to have within your circles. Because look, it is not everybody that shares with you in your aspirations and in your dreams. No, it's not everybody. And so there are certain people that there are dream killers. You identify such people and then you move away from them. Else they will kill your dream. Hallelujah. So it is very important for you to have a purpose. The young man had a purpose. He said, I have to go back to my father's house. So you have a purpose. You need to change your situation now. You need to change your earning capacity. You need to change how much you earn your career. You need to change things. You need to change your educational background. You need to change things. Hallelujah. So the, the young man looked at it and he said, no, I have to do something. Amen. So purpose, if you have a purpose, purpose generates what? Tremendous energy. If you have a purpose, it gives you energy. It gives you passion. It brings an unrelenting drive. And what? Strong determination. Are you with me? Hello? Adopting a purposeful life, it gives you the opportunity to enrich the life of others. Because you know what? Your destiny is tied to other people's success. If you fail in life, generations will fail. But if you are successful, generations will be successful. Because remember, you're going to set up businesses, you employ people, you feed families. God is going to bless you. You pay people school fees. You just be a blessing to people. So you put people to school. You pay their fees. And then you, you, you enhance their capacity to, to earn income. To feed their families in the near future. Hallelujah. So if you live a purposeful life, you stand the opportunity to bless other people. Number two. It is very important for you to set a deadline for every purpose or for every objective that you have for yourself. It is wisdom. Set a deadline. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. So there is time for everything. 
So everything that you set your, yourself up to do, have a deadline. If it is a house you want to build, set a deadline. By this time, by this number of years, I have to finish with it. If you want to buy a plot of land, set a deadline. If you want to complete education to a certain level, set a deadline. Whatever you need to do, set a deadline. If you want to get married, set a deadline. By this year, I have to get married. We saw it in the Bible. It is there. Most of the time, when men of God, when prophets, when they are speaking, when they go to people, and they say, a year by this time. Hallelujah. Set a deadline for yourself. Whatever it is, set a deadline. Two years by this time, I have to accomplish this. Five years by this time, I need to have this amount of money in my account. I have to be worth X, Y, Z amount. Whether in CDs or in dollars or in euros or whatever, that one is your choice. Hallelujah. But you need to set a deadline. Because you know what? If you set yourself a deadline, it puts you in a frame of mind where everything that you are doing, you channel your energy, your resources, and everything towards that goal. But if you leave it agile like that, nothing compels you for you to work to accomplish that thing. And so not, not watch it. Anything that you have not set a deadline for it, for it, you notice that you have not been able to achieve it. Number three, harness resources. For you to achieve success in life, harness resources. In other words, gather resources. It could be material resources, financial resources. It, should, it, it can be human resource. Anything, even including time. Sometimes you just have to create the time. Sometimes some of the things you need to just let them go. Don't involve yourselves in them. Sometimes some of the things you have to delegate so that you can create more time to do more things, to develop yourself. So time is also a resource which you have to harness. Learn time management. There are some of the things you have to just delegate. Get people to do it so that you can have time for yourself. Some of the things that we, we involve ourselves in, they just... <laughs> we, waste, we waste our time. Are you with me? So harness your resource. Amen? So we can get that in First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 3. The Bible said that when they wanted to build a temple, the Bible said, and David gathered the people, and he made available resources. So he even gathered people. He called people. He assembled people. So in everything, whatever vision, whatever dream that you have, you have people who are going to help you to accomplish it. So you need to identify these people and bring them together. Find yourself around these people. Go to them, talk to them, share with them with your dreams, and they are going to buy into it. Those who do not buy into it, don't waste your time. Hallelujah. Those who don't believe in you, don't waste your time. Identify those who believe in you. And they will support your vision. They will support your dream. Amen. So harness resources. Material resources. Harness it. Financial resources. A lot of times, some of us, we spend money on unnecessary things. And some of those money could pay your school fees. Hello. We'll be talking about finances this evening, so I don't want to go there much. Some of the things that you spend money on could, could have bought you a plot of land by now. Hello? Some of the shoes that we bought we, the whole of the year, we wore it just once. Hello? Hello? Hallelujah. Harness your resources. Amen. 
Then number four. Uh, let me give you the scripture for that. I've given it already. First Corinthians 22 verse 3. You can read from verse 1. You see where David gathered the people. And then number four. Take an action every day. Take an action every day. Towards your goal. Take an action. Assuming I knew I had to come here. The whole of yesterday, I decided to stay at home. Be in Accra. I wouldn't come. I wouldn't set off. This morning, I decided I wouldn't set off. Would I be here? Would I be here? Unless maybe um, I, I'm an angel and I'll fly. Hallelujah. Would I be here? So everything that you need to achieve, you need to what? Take an action. Take a step. Amen. So the Bible said, in the, in the, in the book that, we, uh, that I just spoke about, Luke chapter, 50, uh, chapter 15, 16 to 21, about the prodigal son. What did he do? When he came to his senses, what did he do? When he said it, did he just stay at the place where he was? Did he stay there? But what did he do? What did he do? Bible said he moved. He went to his father's house. He took an action. He did something. Are you with me? So in life, if you really want to achieve something, you really need to take an action. Take a step. Don't stay aloof or don't just stay home and think that everything will just come to you. No, it doesn't work like that. It is a life principle. Whatever you need to attract, whatever that must come to you, you need to go towards it. You need to work at it. You need to get it. It will come. But if you just stay and you fold your arms and you expect that it will drop from heaven, no, it doesn't work like that. So in everything, you really need to do what? You need to take an action. Take a bold step. Sometimes some of us, we look at so many things, we look at our environment and we get discouraged. We look at our abilities, realize that oh, we don't have what it takes to get this thing to uh, become a reality. Are you with me? And then we'll just be there and then the year will end. And then the same thing will become your objective again for the following year. The same thing. It will go on year, year on and year on and year on by the time you realize five years and nothing has been accomplished. But what I'm here to encourage you to do is that whatever it is, irrespective of what, I mean, your fears, whatever. Look, let me tell you the secret. Anything that you cannot confront, you can never conquer. And to be very honest with you, in my life as a business person, as an entrepreneur, I've come to realize that, look, most often the things that we are afraid to do, the moment you start to do, you realize that, easy. So you will be there. You will be there and tell you this thing is difficult. I can't do it. And this thing, I don't know how I'm going to do it. This thing, I, I'm, I'm scared. I'm afraid. What if it fails? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, success is not for the faint-hearted. It is not for the faint-hearted. Confront it. Confront it. Look, confront it. Gather the courage. Master the courage and confront it. Then you realize that I don't know. Amen. Don't let the enemy intimidate you. Hallelujah. Then uh, a few minutes. Let me just quickly look at the next one. Number five. Get over your defeats and your failures. Get over them. For you to be successful in life, you really need to get over your fears and your defeats, your failures. Get over them. 
get over them. Get, put them behind you. Look, <laughs> my goodness. If we should tell you things that we have failed at in life. Hello? Exams that we have failed in life. If I should tell you, O level, I wrote them in a disappointed science student. Me throw chemistry, me to pass. Me throw physics, me to pass. I said, what? And by force, I switched into business. Is it by force? You are writing the thing. You are not passing. You are writing the thing. Is it by force? Ah, I switched into business. Now I'm reading my PhD in development finance. Oh. Put them behind you. Put them behind you. Put them. What did I say? Put them behind you. If you started a business and it didn't work out, my dear, put it behind you. Put it behind you. Start something fresh. Start something fresh. Put your failures behind you. Don't let your failure be written boldly on your face. And everybody will, and even when you are working, you are working bomb. Everybody knows that you have failed at something. Hey, you are not the only person who has failed at something. You are not the only person. We have all failed at one thing or the other in life before. So just put it behind you. Set a new goal. Set a new target. Gather new strength. Gather new energy. And just go out for it. And it is going to be your portion. Your names will be written in the annals of successful people in life. Hallelujah. Refuse to allow your name to be tagged with what with failure. No, don't allow it. Don't allow it. Hallelujah. It is your choice anyway. For me, if I see that oh, you failed at something and, uh, and uh, you're always crying, always weeping, and you go about telling people, and this thing, I tried this thing, it didn't work, and so now, then, my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend, look, 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 look. Those things, even toddlers, toddlers, and when they fall, they get up, they get up, they get up. So if you have failed, my dear, please get up, please get up, get up, get up, get up. Don't lie down there. Don't just lie down there for people to come and sympathize with you. You have not born to be pitied. You have been born to be celebrated. And so this morning, whatever is haunting you in life, I want you to confront it, overcome it, and get to know that the power of God that you have, that is within you, it is going to give you that courage, that boldness, that strength, that edge, that possibility, that ability, that capability for you to conquer, for you to overcome whatever that has become a nightmare in your life, whatever that is a nightmare. Today, may you receive the power of God to overcome it in the name of Jesus. As I bring my sermon to a close, the last point, persist until you succeed. Hallelujah. Oh, with the, with the, the fifth point, eh? Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. Write that one. When you please, when you go, take your time and read. And then Isaiah chapter 41, verse 13. Because of time, I'm not able to read all the scriptures. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 13. Read the scriptures. Amen. And then the last one, persist until you succeed. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16. And then Luke chapter 14, verse 29 to 30. So whatever you have started, you have to finish it. Amen? Cultivate the habit of making your defeat to become your stepping stone. Amen? The desire for me to make it and to prove to the whole world that I am not a failure. I mean, born here. Just to just switch. Just switch. And I switched. I switched quickly to the glory of God. I'm not boasting, but I have six master's degrees. It's a passion. It's a passion and it's the success, ability. You want to prove to the whole world that you are not a failure. The whole world must know that you are not a failure. Hallelujah. 
So in terms of businesses, I can't mention them. But the point is that let the whole world know that wherever you came from on this earth, you told those people there that you are coming to leave a mark on this earth. And let your generation count themselves blessed that they knew you. They have encountered you. You have imparted their lives. Lots of people are looking up to you. So don't fail. Apply this wisdom. And you are going to be at the top. Put your hands together and bless the name of the Lord. Listening to the Word of Empowerment with Victory Bible Church International, Love Sanctuary Takrade. We love because He first loved us. Right